talk, talk to me. WSRadio.com Welcome to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. Hello and welcome, as always. Thank you for joining us. Be happy to spend our day with you, and I hope you're having a great weekend start, uh, Memorial Day weekend. If you want to listen to us, you can do that on the uh, WSRadio.com website or other places like iHeartRadio, iTunes. You can also listen to us, uh, thanks to our producer, Kurt, on Twitter. And, Marsha, how do they do that? Well, if you go on to Twitter, I don't see it, but I bet it's there. Go to my account, at Marsha Collier. And you should see a live stream of the show. Just click there. And if you have any comments or questions, you can either tweet us live like Uncle Bill did. Good to see you. Linda Sherman Gordon. Jim Katzman. Good to see you all there. But you can also talk to Kurt, our producer, by typing in comments into the stream. Yeah, Kurt's very lonely. We We need to talk to Kurt. Kurt's not lonely. Kurt's so busy. Oh, my goodness. Busy, busy, busy. (laughs) <laughs> okay, good. Uh, how was your week? Uh, yeah, the week. You always ask me that at the beginning of the show, and then I wonder. Yeah, <laughs> it, 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 you know, it was, it was a, let's get philosophical now. Yeah, I yeah. guess it was a good week. I learned how to do some things, which is always good. I good. kind of took a little me time to take off and relax in between uh, I'm starting up my ep, uh, edits of the book. Good, on, good. Uh, on the 1st, they're due on the 20th, so I'll keep you posted on how that's going. Excellent. And uh, going to see Ringo Starr tomorrow night. Where's he playing? The Greek. The Greek Theater oh, in Los Angeles. Okay. Yeah, so going to go see Ringo. That's I just hate the parking. There's just, it's in awful. Los Angeles. The Greek Theater's awful. Yeah. You know, I had somebody coming out here, actually from China who was staying in Beverly Hills and wanted to meet for breakfast. And I kind of went, <laughs> Yeah, right. Right? I'm going to make it for breakfast. Because if you look at Google Maps, it'll tell you it'll take, it can take 30 minutes. But right. with the new, with the new uh, estimates they can give you, it's oh, between an hour and three hours. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it takes you uh, three minutes to get there and 45 minutes to get into the uh the place. I mean, we have we have such wonderful venues in Los Angeles, like as Marcia said, the Greek Theater, the Hollywood Bowl, Dodger Stadium, the worst parking in the history of the universe. How They're is just, that that how is it that happened? I mean, Los Angeles was know. always Poor a driving planning. city. Yeah. Oh, but I, we have bike know. lanes now. We we have well, bike that's lanes. Great. That's for great. the two guys who ride bicycles every day. Yeah, it's awful. The Greek theater is an example is up in the hills, and you park in the dirt sometimes, and you're surrounded oh, by you, 500 No, you know what I decided cars. to do? I decided Take to the bus. park at uh, – I'm taking the bus from the Griffith Park Pony tr- pony Rides, oh. or I might, park, I might park in the parking lot of the train ride. And for those who are listening to the show, if you watch Big Bang Theory, when children goes to the train rides and sits on the little train, that's the what exactly what I'm talking about. Right. Well, why don't you ride one of the ponies up there? I'm sure they'll hold the you know, pony for you if you ride it. I'm sure they will. No. Yes, I wouldn't, they, I wouldn't yeah, expose they... a horse to any of that. No, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so, yeah, that, that'll be fun. Actually, Paul, um, we, I guess we're getting into Los Angeles. Paul McCartney was at Dodger Stadium a couple of weeks ago. So it must be the uh, the remaining Beatle tours. 
And, oh, well, uh, maybe Paul stopped by. I hope so. The great thing about the Greek theater is it's not a giant amphitheater. It's not oh, it's a, a beautiful giant, theater. It's a no, small, it's intimate, holds 6,000 people, which doesn't sound small, but that's small for the way yeah, it's set up. Venue, it's just yeah. beautiful. Yeah. It is. It's a lovely area. So uh, I, too, you found a story, and as did I, about the Evite uh, breach, and I got from LifeLock, as you did yesterday, okay, a danger, danger. Okay, you got danger. the LifeLock thing? I got and it, too. Yeah. freaked me out. Go ahead. Yeah. Tell about it. Well, no, I mean, I just get a notice from uh, Marsha and I both have LifeLock. They're not a sponsor. We've just been using them for 100 years. And um, they tell you when something comes up. So we got this notice saying someone on the dark web, which, of course, always go, wait, what, who, the dark web? Uh, yeah, right. Breached. When it's the dark web, you know you're in trouble. When they say there's a breach, there's always the chance it could be some, you know, liquored up nerd one night. <laughs> <laughs> Right. Yeah, exactly. But when they say it's we've found your data for sale on the dark web. What? Yeah, whoop, exactly. Whoop, whoop. Right. I mean, it's pretty freaky. I, I will say that when I saw it was Evite, I was OK. I don't even think I have an account on Evite. Do you know, I tried to log back in. I lo tried to log back into Evite and I couldn't get in. So I said, hey, yeah, if I, I can't remember the password. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't even remember ever really having a, an Evite account because I've never used it. I've just responded to people when I've been well, invited that's it. to yeah. something. I think that's yeah. it. I think that we don't have an account. But they did get, ready, 113,278,489 records. <laughs> that's a lot of people going to parties. I mean, right? 100, 100 million people. Yeah, we had like 50, of, 50 million of them at our house last year for my wife's party, I think. So. Uh, <laughs> and we uh, weren't invited. 50 million no, people. You no, couldn't I, invite your two friends down the road. See? You know what? I don't even go to the parties. I, I'm not a big fan of the parties. So I don't even go. Um, you got to so, yeah, start was, inviting us, bub. <laughs> uh, we, you were invited to everything that we do. No All invitation necessary. All right. Well, the necessary. next one, I, I want to see an e no, no invitation. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. no invite. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All uh, right. Yeah. But, so anyway, I mean, so 100 was, million yeah. people, this included names, usernames, email addresses, passwords. And if you had provided them your dates of birth, phone numbers, and mailing addresses, that's down the tubes, too. So there well, you go, exactly. 115 million people. It's been I, sold on the dark web to the highest bidder. Isn't that wonderful? Yeah. So uh, so anyway, then uh, the next story was, again, about uh, there was a ransomware attack that hit 400 dental offices across the country. Now, this freaked me out. I hadn't heard about this, and you sent it to me. Does this mean yeah. my little dentist in Northridge got hacked? Yeah. Yep, that's what it means. It, well, I don't know about your specific one in Northridge, well, but I mean, yeah, 400 dental offices. It. Tell us about well, it. Uh, yeah, apparently it happened Monday morning. They targeted the digital dental records, um, which is a provider of IT software to dental offices, and supposedly 400 dental offices have been attacked by this. Um, I, I, you know, I'm trying to think through how does this affect me. You know, I guess obviously if you if you were one of the uh, patients of this dentist, you give them your credit card records. They have your email addresses. They have your home addresses. Uh, but the freaky well, thing is, well, my dentist doesn't. My dentist doesn't store the, uh, which is a good thing. Does yeah, not right. store the uh, credit card. Yeah, that's what they say. Do we believe them? Well, they ask me for a new one every time. So you okay. Know, I, oh, I'm right. going to assume. Right. Yeah. Uh, well, apparently, Digital Dental Records, who's the company that stored the stuff, 
according to the story, decided to pay the hackers. Uh, and, you know, this is this is the whole thing now that's going on, that they they call you up and they put a, some kind of um, malicious software on your computer, and then they say, we're going to delete everything on your computer if you don't pay us. And I, the, the best story I saw that was not exactly like this, and, and I don't remember who the celebrity was, but there was a celebrity that apparently had topless pictures uh, I, oh gosh, it was uh, Whitney Cummings. Someone had taken top, or she had, or somehow someone had gotten copies of her topless pictures and apparently sent her a threatening thing that if you didn't pay me whatever it was, a hundred thousand dollars, then I'm going to release these to the public. So Whitney Great. Cummings did something smart. She released them herself. She said, "Forget you, buddy. Anybody want to see me topless? Here you go." And I thought it was really. I mean, it took a lot of nerve to do it on her part, but I thought that was great. You know, you just don't necessarily want to just go in there and pay people that are maliciously attacking your computer. But according to this story, they might have paid. This dental record company might have paid. Well, you know, uh, a lot of these companies put out services. And, you know, I had an argument with a doctor actually over it um, and saying, I don't want your stupid portal. Right. Uh, I can yeah, get exactly. copies. Uh, California law says I can get copies of tests and stuff from you. And that's the way I want to handle it, please. Thank you very much. Yeah, and, exactly. But rec- they have a big deal, and they all are going into these portals, and I don't know. I don't think it's safe. Yeah, you know, and you think about dental records, and my first thought was, oh, dental records. You know, that's how they de- identify people when they die, by their dental records. I don't know what the connection is. I've watched too many law and orders to, uh, to not be concerned about it. But, yeah, I just another hack. And another thing, every week it's a new one, and I don't really have any good answers, and I'm sure, Marcia, you don't either, uh, about what to do about it. There's just nothing that we can do about it. Just, it's the way we live now, and we'll move on, and hopefully nothing horrible happens with us. Uh, I did notice, interestingly enough, though, that uh, I, I talked last week about uh, getting the new Apple Card, and one of the free services that they provide, of course, is credit monitoring uh, for life. They, you, you, it's you not one it, of these. Because like, you need another. Yeah, you need another one. You need another one. Well, this was interesting because on the description, and maybe they all do this. You know, we search the dark web again. That's the the keyword dark web for any of those. So yeah, this is going on on a regular basis. But what are we going to do about it? Uh, okay, iPhone vulnerability. What about it? This is all you. You, you got it. Oh, you want me to keep talking? Now, I don't want. I don't want people. Well, I have to cough, but I don't want people to think that I'm always banging on the iPhone. <laughs> you, well, right? You actually use the iPhone, so you do this. I do. All right. Well, it says Google says the iPhone security's flaws have let websites hack their sites for years now. Malicious sites install a monitoring implant, sounds dangerous, that comprises, uh, compromises personal data on iPhones when people just visit them. That's according now, to is, researchers. That, you know, and we've heard about this before, yeah. uh, that this can happen. Um, I subscribe to a website called Bleeping Computer, which mm-hmm. has helped me get out of a bunch of jams when I – but now I just – I only go to websites when I Google something. I double-check to see if it looks legit. And if it looks legit, I might go into it. And if it if it looks the least bit sketchy. Right. Did you ever notice, and we should all know this, when you go to a Google search, you will notice that there's like a little upside-down triangle to the right of your search result. Okay. If you question 
the website or you don't know who they are. If you click there, you can click to see cached data from the website. Mm-hmm. So if you click to see cached data, you don't go to the website. You merely see the text and the graphics that were on the website at one point. Right. So that's a good safety tip. Yeah, you know, have you noticed lately, and I don't know if it's just me being the lucky one, but, you know, the Nigerian money scam has been going on for 100 years. You know, uh, this person died in Europe, and they left $100 million, and if you, you know, help me, I'll give you half the money. You know, it's the scam's been going on for years. Right, right. I have, I have in the last month, I'm getting like two or three of those a day. Really? I don't know why. Yeah, I don't know why. All of a sudden. And, you know, and, and I've often thought about responding back saying, you scumbag, blah. But then I thought, no, I'm, I'm not going to respond back when I'm not going to waste my time. And to hey, who knows what happens when you respond. not a scumbag. This is the yeah, way a guy yeah. earns a living, you know. Well, right. <laughs> right. you got to make a living, you know. So that was kind of uh, interesting that all of a sudden, again, and for those of you who really don't know, I'm sure you know what we're talking about. If you're listening to this show, you're probably familiar with it. But years ago, somebody came up with the idea, and they started, it was always from Nigeria, which is where it came from. And, you know, someone in Nigeria, again, has somehow their money is tied up in the United States. And if you help me and, you know, do the following things, I will give you part of that money. And the scam being that at the end of the scam, they go, okay, you know, I need $2,000 to make sure I can make this work. Can you deposit that into my bank account? And then I'll give you back $50 million. And that's kind of right. the, the the way the scam worked. And you end up giving them money. And of course, your money's all gone. Um, so yeah, a lot but of that crazy stuff is, going you know, on. Back to the iPhone thing, what was interesting, and the Google research took a deep dive into this because they work on security all the time, and they found that there were five distinct exploit chains that involved 12 separate security flaws, and there were seven in Safari, which is Mm -hmm. the iPhone browser, and five separate attack chains allowed an attacker to gain root access to the device. I yeah, mean, root exactly. access. We talk about rooting your phone. This is the highest level of access and privilege on an iPhone. Sure. And by doing that, if an attacker can gain access to everything that are normally off limits to you, me, because we don't know where they are and we don't know what they sure. do. Of course. But they know. And then they can install malicious apps to spy on an iPhone user. So. Uh, yeah, security I don't know. has got to come back to being number one. That's all I have to say. Well, and it's funny because for years, you know, Macs were, because of the smaller number of Macs, at one point it was 5% of the uh, of the market were Macs and 95% were PCs. So, you know, they, you, they always used to say you would not, if you had a Mac, you were virus-proof. Well, it's not the case anymore. Apple has actually offered up to a million dollars in what they call bug bounties for securities researchers who can find vulnerabilities on their devices. So if you, you know, if you're smart enough to figure that out, you're going to get paid by Apple for doing it. And I think it's a great idea on Apple's part. You know, find out what hack, what went wrong, how they're doing this. Um, and these hacks, they've given full control of a victim's iPhone. It allows them to install malicious apps, get real-time location data, steal your photos, steal your messages, even if they're encrypted. So there's a lot of this stuff going on, and it's scary, and you got to be careful, you know, that, that you are aware of what could potentially happen by doing that. So I don't know. Uh, so nobody's safe anymore, apparently. 
Um, speaking of from one cheery story to the next, why should I never use my debit card? Okay, that that that's an interesting story. I got a lot to say on it, but it's really weird. I am not seeing, and I see. Oh, just so you know, if you're looking for the Twitter stream, it's under it's under hashtag TechAdio. It was misspelled, which is why I couldn't Tech find ADO. it. <laughs> My bad. I spelled it wrong. Not Tech Uh-oh. Radio. It's Tech Adio. <laughs> Tech Adio. Oh, yeah. I remember that site. Yeah, and I, I don't even see it broadcasting now. So there you go. We got all kinds of tech technical issues on Tech Adio today. <laughs> okay. Don't you use, use spell check? <laughs> When I put that together, you know that that's the very last thing I do. And I'm scrambling to do it to get the emails out to you and Wade and Kurt. Right. And uh, somebody's got to check my spelling. I can't can't do it all, folks. (laughs) There you go. Any volunteers to join the uh, computer and tech radio team, just call Marsha. Right. Check my spelling. Uh, Anyway, okay, so. So I interviewed a guy. I, I interviewed a guy years ago. Because I was fascinated with the movie Catch Me If You Can. Do you remember yeah. that movie with Leonardo I intervie- DiCaprio? I interviewed Frank Abagnale, who was so the uh, distinguished right. speaker. Well, no, he was distinguished speaker. He was one of our distinguished speakers in the time. Yeah, fascinating story. Yeah, I had him on for, not on the air, I had him on the phone for a, an interview right. for my book. And great guy. He's a great guy. Smart, the whole deal. Oh, and a really nice but, guy, yeah. But now he's working, you know, helping businesses stay safe, you know, governments, corporations. Yeah, he was with the FBI. Uh, he was working with the FBI. Yeah. Uh, and bottom line, he's doing fine. He doesn't have yeah. to con anybody oh, yeah, no. anymore because he's making Correct. plenty of money. Right? Yeah. So there you go. So when Frank speaks, I listen because he knows his stuff. Yeah. And we've been talking about identity theft this whole time. And when we go shopping out in the world or on the web, we either use a credit card or a debit card. I generally use PayPal, so I use none of that, so that none of my information is exposed to anybody. And using PayPal or Stripe or one of the other payments, Venmo, is a hell of a lot safer. Now, when you use your credit card, you're protected by a bunch of federal laws you federal law limits your liability if there's an unauthorized use of your card right and you're safe i mean even if you're traveling abroad and frank abagnale says he uses one for practically all of his purchases as do i i pay the bill off at the end of the month and that's the end of it and it's kind of nice because then i get to know exactly where i spend my money certainly it does not earn interest in the bank much anymore Yes. But the thing is, if somebody gets hold of your debit card, they can empty your bank accounts before you know it, and you're going to have a hell of a tough time recovering it. Uh, Frank says a difficult and lengthy time recovering it because you are not protected on debit cards by federal law, state law, or any law. And so... You're giving access to your bank accounts to anybody that you hand or give that debit card to. We should really stop using them. And also, he mentions, and this is something I mentioned in a book years and years ago, and 
I still believe in it. Keep your check writing to a minimum. Some people still write checks. I think I write one check a month, you know, to whatever, one right. check a month. But he says keep keep your check writing to a minimum because remember when you give your check to just anybody, you are giving them your bank account number, your address, usually your phone number also, your routing number for your bank so right. they can use it electronically to take money out of your account. Yeah. So we have to think about this. We have to stop using debit cards and checks. I mean, it's just it's dangerous. Yeah, I mean, when I, on the rare occasion that I have to write a check, which is not very often, I do it on bill pay, and it comes out through my account, through my financial institution. Uh, I pay my uh, anything electronically on that. But I rarely use a debit card. But the only time I will ever really use a debit card is if I want to go to an ATM and get cash. Because, you know, that's one of the few good uses, and I don't even know that I'm protected doing that, but that's how you get cash out of an ATM, by using your debit card. Yeah, so, no, you're uh, not. Interesting, you're not. And if they have a swipe on that ATM, right. uh, you're in, you're in dead, it's, trouble. Yeah. You're dead it's, trouble. It's a it's a big issue. There's no question about it. So uh, I, I think it's a good idea to be safe doing that. Um, okay, so this TSA story. It was very interesting, and this morning it got reversed. And I don't know, Marsha, whether you uh, they saw did that. reverse it. They reversed That's good it. To yeah, know. they reversed you mean it this you morning. You can't bring your Star Wars. <laughs> it, it was so. I, you know, look, I am a big fan, obviously, of airport security and all the things you have to do. But the the TSA apparently banned the Star Wars Galaxy Edge Coke bottle because it looks like a little bomb. You know, like you see in the movies, right. uh, a grenade. And um, it was very interesting, and the TSA decided that, you know, so you go to Disneyland, you're traveling, you know, across the country to go to Disneyland. You buy these things. The kids love them. They get to the airport, and the TSA says, no, you're going to have to throw those away. So that was a very unhappy possibility for, you know, for the kids who bought them or the adults or, you know, the collectors who wanted to do that. Uh, well, apparently this morning they reversed that decision. And you now can actually bring your Coke bottles, uh, Star Wars Galaxy Edge bottles on the plane with you. So I don't know well, how they check you know, them. My, interesting, my daughter was there the first day they opened. At Disneyland. So, at yeah. Disneyland, and she brought me one of these little things back, and it looked like a friggin' grenade. What the yeah, hell is this? Yeah, that's what it looks like. Yeah, it, it's ridiculous. Um, I sent a picture of it to somebody I know who is a big Star Wars fan, right. and they said, uh, "What the hell is this?" <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it doesn't look like anything Star Wars. I have a couple of them sitting on my desk. I just shared. Right. Uh, uh, no, I didn't share on Twitter. I will come. share on Twitter, but. One of the weird thing was it's a there's a Dasani bottle. Yes, I, don't I saw know that what too. What problem they had with the Dasani bottle? That, that I don't just, either. Just weird, weird. Yeah, weird. it was it was kind of strange. And you know, again, we we do want to be extra safe in things. And and it does, as you say, if you look at the you know, Marshall tweeted out, if it uh, if you look at it, it does look like a little hand grenade. So, but you know, know for sure that it's been reversed. Yeah, they said this morning that they had reversed the ban. So well, uh, you can now. So you can now I can take that. Breathe a sigh of relief. Now let me just throw in something else here because we're talking about collectibles, okay? Because you yeah. know me, I wrote eBay for Dummies, great book, yep. top-selling book worldwide. <laughs> okay. Still available so, at uh, your finer bookstores. Well, it's updated every two years, so there you there go. There you go. 
Um, have you been getting Amazon packages? Yes. Okay. Have you gotten any of the Taylor Swift special edition lover promo shipping boxes? Nothing I'm aware of. Although, you know, it's funny you're saying that. I did just get a delivery yesterday, and maybe I did see something that I didn't kind of really a pink pay and blue box. I guess and a so. Yeah, Taylor Swift on it, and maybe. your wife threw it away. Maybe was well, it worth a million dollars? Uh, they're selling. They're limited editions and are selling to Taylor Swift fans on eBay for as high as thirty dollars. <laughs> oh my god! Okay, guess we'll buy anything. Well, that's the thing. I mean, it's like the Coca-Colas from Disneyland. Really? Really? Oh, my. I wish somebody would buy my... Go ahead. What? Your Chucky doll? No, I wish somebody would buy my... Yes. Not my... Yes. Not my Chucky doll. My Freddy Krueger doll that I bought. I don't know. It's the Freddy Krueger doll. Yeah. Yeah. The talking, talking Freddy Krueger doll that I paid like $25 for maybe 30 years ago. Thought, aha, I heard that they were... Pulling them off the market, and I was smart. I said, I'm going to buy one of these because they're going to be worth a bazillion dollars sometime in the future. And the last time I checked, they were worth $40. So, you know, uh, they don't always work the way you think they're going to. Yeah, well, that Freddy Krueger doll, you just now have it now to scare your wife all the time. Uh, yeah, ex- yeah, exactly. So what do you think of the now notice that uh, Samsung Galaxy Fold will come out on September 6th? You know, and Samsung folks, you know I love you. And Huawei folks, you know I love you. I'm over it, the folding yeah, phone. Exactly. they got to yeah, resell too. it to me all over again. Right. I mean, just, it, and the thing is, do we? it's going to be heavy. Now, I want to ask you, I know you use an iPad. I do. Why do you use an iPad instead of your phone? Well, I use I don't use it instead of my phone. I use my iPad instead of my laptop or my desktop. Okay. Because if I'm that, but I don't use it instead of my phone. No, I don't so carry it around it with me. For, you could use it for work if you want. Yeah, I could. Yeah, I could. Like at the, at home, I am connected to my office through my iPad. So I get my okay. email. I can do multiple things. So yes, that's a hell of a lot easier than going to my phone. I mean, going to my uh, laptop. Yeah, because I'm so. going to be writing about using a tablet instead of uh, a computer. Yeah, no, I love it. Like you can work. interview me. All right, oh, we'll be right back. Oh goody! Oh goody! <laughs> so this is Marsha Collier, Mark Cohen, Kurt Boothman, and Wade on WS Radio with the worldwide leaders in internet talk. See you in part two. You are listening to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. You take your smartphone almost everywhere you go. Now WSRadio.com can be there, too. Search WS Radio in the Play Store for your Android devices or iTunes for Apple and download the WS Radio application. WSRadio.com. On your phone and in your ear, everywhere you go. Download the WS Radio application. Do it now. It's very easy. WSRadio.com. 
I've heard this is like one of the best pizza spots in town. Yes, it is. I'll do a slice of pepperoni, slice of vegetarian. You got it. And I will pay for all of that in three days. In three days? <laughs> What's that mean? Well, wait, you accept credit cards. That money's not going to hit your account for three days anyway. I need my money quicker. At Chase, we hear you. With Express Funding, card payments are in your Chase account the next business day. Go to chase.com slash express funding. Chase for business, so you can. Compensated participation. All businesses are subject to credit approval. Not all clients are eligible for next business day funding and additional terms, conditions, and restrictions apply. You've heard me talking about Progressive Medical Center. They have helped me feel my best. And Dr. Goli, tell us a little bit about integrative medicine. Why is that such a big deal at Progressive Medical Center and how can that make me feel better? Integrative medicine is just good medicine. It's combining the best of traditional medicine, nutritional medicine, natural medicine, and really helping the patient get to the root cause so they can take control of their health and really make an impact to improve not only their energy, their vitality, and just their overall outlook on their health and their life. I procrastinated for a long time before I finally made an appointment. So why should someone not delay and go ahead and get set up and come see you guys? Any journey begins with that first step. And that first step means making a decision to recognize that there's something wrong with you. Whether you have fatigue, inappropriate weight gain, not sleeping well, not concentrating, all of these issues, you can get to the root cause. So many of us here at The Fish have gotten help from Progressive Medical Center. So why don't you find out more from them today, go to ProgressiveMedicalCenter.com. I raised $8,000 to build schools for South African children. After realizing how many people go hungry in San Diego, I now volunteer at a food pantry. I'm spending the next year doing volunteer projects across three countries and helping in ways they designate to be the most helpful. The World Link program at the Joan B. Kroc Institute for Peace and Justice recognizes the potential of youth as agents of social change. Learn how you can help youth become a generation of leaders in action at peace.sandiego.edu. Tired of presentations with no impact, no inspiration, and no traction? Do dull speakers have you and your team disengaged and distracted by smartphones? Christopher McAuliffe brings energy, insights, and two decades of experience delivered with punch, humor, and heart. Your team will leave energized, uplifted, and with a sense of purpose. Visit ChristopherMcAuliffe.com to bring some heat to your next speaking engagement. M-C-A-U-L-I-F-F-E. ChristopherMcAuliffe.com. 